Life moves fast and so do these episodes. You are busy juggling all the things, work, life, kids, relationships, and everything else nitty gritty, but you have vividly wild dreams to get. My name's Melissa Rose and let me just say, I get that growing a family and scaling a profitable business is no small feat, no matter how early we wake up or how much caffeine we consume. But I'm here to tell you, you can and will through consistent, inspired action. In this show, we're going to be encouraged, we're going to be empowered, and we're going to leave with a quick win that you can apply today in your business, life, or relationship. Sound good, ladies? Let's get real. And now, your host, the consistency queen, Miss Melissa Rose, who will run you over if you get in her way during her morning walk. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of In the Nitty Gritty. We are so excited to be here. Yes, all of myself, me, myself, and I. We have another wonderful guest on the podcast, and she is going to share some wisdom on time management, scheduling, blocking your time. These are things I'm a huge fan of. But some of my clients don't like to time block. They're like, no, I don't want to be put in a box. And I was like, always struggled because I was like, well, in order to get stuff done, it really does help. But my guest has some tricks for us. So stay tuned. Before we launch into that awesome interview, I want to ask you a question. How would you like to get on the phone and have a conversation? Talk shop, talk kids, talk life, talk all the things via Zoom, eyeball to eyeball. Here's what you need to do. First of all, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Second, leave an honest rating and review. Take a screenshot of that honest rating and review and email me at Rose at thedancinghouse.com or you can put it in your DMs on IG stories. And either way, I will send you a gift. If you put it on your IG stories, I will shut you out and say a big thank you to you. And then bring that screenshot over into my Facebook group in the nitty gritty for boss babes and share it inside the group. And I have a free gift for you there. And you get to be among some amazing other entrepreneurs who are doing all the things just like you. Once a month, I'm going to pull out a person and we are going to get on the phone and talk all things nitty gritty. All right. Does that sound great? So if you haven't done any of those things, if you already left a review and want to be part of it, just take your screenshot and do the last two steps. Okay. So subscribe, leave a rating and review, put it in stories, tagging the nitty gritty, or email it to me at Rose at thedancinghouse.com. And then number four, come inside the Facebook group in the nitty gritty for boss babes and share the picture there and we will shout you out in all the places, okay? So I would love that. It builds a community of in the nitty gritty and I get to meet you, which I love. Hey there, guys. Have you stopped over at MsMelissaRose.com? If not, I invite you to come over today. I get asked this question all the time. How in the world do you do it all? With five kids, a single mom, and two businesses, how do you manage to stay so consistent? Well, I created a freebie for you called my five top tools for consistency. And these are tools that I use every single day in my business, you guys, to help keep me accountable, to help keep me on target, and to help grow my business. And they are shared there with you in my five top tools for consistency. So go on over to MsMelissaRose.com and pick up your free copy. And now for my special guest today, Kelly Nolan is a time management expert for busy entrepreneurial women. I met Kelly through my business coach's podcast. I was listening because I want to support my business coach as well. And 
she was a guest and she said the key word, I don't like to have my clients be put in buckets. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is one thing that my clients are complaining about. They don't want to have this rigid schedule. They want more fluidity. They want to get all the things done, but they're not fans of batching or blocking out their time like I am. And I'm like, I never knew how to quite answer that. Because I'm like, well, how do you do it if you don't block out your time? So without further ado, I want you to sit back and enjoy the lovely Kelly Nolan as my special guest this week. Tell the audience, Miss Kelly, about you. Tell us a little bit about your business. Well, I work on time management with busy women, and I basically try to help us learn, like ditch the to-do list, ditch the systems we grew up with that kind of don't support our more complicated life now. And so I, I now help women kind of like upgrade their system to see, to like get a gauge on like everything on their plate, get a handle of it all and get some calm clarity going in their life and figure out, you know, a clear game plan to get it all done. So time management tools and tricks. Yes. And I love, you know, you're like the nitty gritty side of it because I just get really nitty gritty. I find that a lot of time management people out there will kind of give you these high level concepts that sound simple enough and good enough. And then you go to implement them into your own life and you just are like, how does this work? And you get frustrated and you think there's something wrong with you. And so I love like really helping people tease us out and like implement in their real life. Absolutely. Good. Good. Cause that is one obstacle that comes up in my coaching. People don't like to be put in a box. They're like, mm-hmm. no, nope, I can't. That sounds, that looks good on paper, but applying it in the real life is <laughs> a whole different thing. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. And like, my goal isn't to make people like a productive machine, you know, for me, it's more like, let's find clarity of how you'll get it done in all your roles, like personal family and career and protect time for you in a way that you just feel like you're on top of it all and can enjoy life more. Not just like, you know, trying to live in a box and be like this productive, like perfect person. (laughs) Ladies, does that sound awesome? Oh, (laughs) awesome. Okay. So Kelly, tell us what you wanted to be when you grew up. I wanted to be a lawyer and I ended up becoming a lawyer and I practiced for six years when I decided I wanted to leave law. That was a big struggle because I'd wanted to be a lawyer since forever in my life. Okay. So we're going to dive into that, but let's back up. So, so you wanted to be a lawyer and you were one of those people like me, you, you knew what you wanted to do young on and it came to be. So tell us about that journey a little bit and how you got to where you are. Yeah. I basically like, I think in sixth grade was homesick one day and my dad gave me a Grisham book and I fell in love with law. (laughs) Uh, You know, over time got a more realistic idea of it doing like mock trial type stuff in high school and some like constitutional law in college. And I was like, this is it. And then I thought I wanted to do criminal law, but I ended up in civil and I loved it. I was practicing as a patent litigator in Boston for about a little over four years. And then my husband or then boyfriend, then fiance, I guess, got placed out in California for residency. And so we moved out here and I took the bar again. (laughs) I practiced for a year out here and I just really wasn't happy. And that's when I started being like, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, we were thinking about starting a family and I was like, I'm so unhappy right now. Like, I know there's no way I'm going to come back with a kid. And so I was like, but what would I do instead? And so I started trying to dig into that. So what did you do to dig into that? What were some of the things that you did? I, so I hired 
And I interviewed a lot of career coaches and it's hard to find a great career coach in this sense, or at least where I was looking, hopefully it's better now. (laughs) But at the time I felt like everyone I called was like, I can help you with resumes and interviewing. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I need help with like, what do I want to do next? So I found, and you know, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, we'll have a half hour conversation about that. I'm like, no, (laughs) this is like a big thing. So if there are any awesome career coaches out there, know that you are very needed and it's not a saturated market by any, by any means. But yeah, I, I finally found a guy who was great. And I ended up, I think I bought like six sessions with him and I went to two and he encouraged me just to start looking into what it would take to do these different like, you know, the things that I thought I might be interested in. And he would, he kind of gave me the permission to just like not figure it out right away and just like explore what it would be like to, you know, get certified or educated enough to do different things. And so I, I started being able to do that. And I realized, you know, I thought like teacher. And then the more I read about it, I was like, I'm not super into that. And then I explored some other things. And then when I came upon more like organizing, like home physical organizing, I was like, this is kind of cool. It's not what I ended up doing, but it kind of led me to time management. And so just picking up on my own like interest and curiosity in it was important to listen to. And then of course my career coach was like, do not leave until you, you figure like, don't leave your lawyer job until you figure this out. And I was like, bye. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Didn't totally listen to him. (laughs) Okay. So I just had another interview earlier with somebody and she too, you know, you have those life moments. Usually a lot of times it's when a kid is born or a job change with a partner for her, it was inner work. Like just, she did a lot of meditating and reading. So you, you hired a career coach, which like, yeah. You don't realize there's jobs like this that exist, but like career coach, you know, send the resumes that makes sense, but yeah. find out what you want to do. And, and she was so lost. Like, I don't even know what else there is. Like for me too, like you, I can imagine being so focused in on law school and being a lawyer and doing that track. You're so dialed in. And I was too, cause I was a, a dancer performer and I was so dialed in. And then now I have a dance studio. Like what else is there? What else did you do? <laughs> Yeah. No, no. I got really involved. I found this organization that does more like home organizing. And I mean, I'm so grateful to have found them because it, you know, it like introduced me to this other world of also entrepreneurs. You know, I was coming from a legal background. All my friends were lawyers and just like meeting other female entrepreneurs was huge because I just didn't, it was a world I wasn't exposed to. And then I kind of went down that rabbit hole a little bit of like, oh, I'm going to do this home organizing stuff. And like, candidly, I'm not very good with physical stuff. Like I don't bring a whole lot to the table when it comes to like organizing physical stuff, but I am really good at organizing information and time from law, like law deadlines, everything like that is just critical. Like to what, you know, if you miss a deadline, I think it's something like 30% of malpractice cases are missed deadlines. And so time management as a lawyer is huge. And I am not naturally good at it. And I had to figure out ways to get there. And suddenly I was like, oh, what if I left physical thing organizing and more focused on time? And it's just been awesome. When did that light bulb happen? Like, where were you? Because that that was your pivot. That was when you realized like, oh, this is it. Yeah. A tricky part to this too is I finally gave notice for my job, I said I'd stay on for, I think I stayed on for like five weeks. Cause I didn't have, you know, a hard next step. So I was like, I don't want to leave you guys in the lurch. So I stayed on and then I left. And I think five days later found out we were pregnant. <laughs> so Somewhere in this, I think I, I think I was doing home organizing through delivering. 
and with some time management, like there wasn't exclusive, but I was like starting, I was starting to do some time stuff. Then I had my baby. And then around six months when I started really getting back into it, I started being like, I just am not gonna, I'm just not that into this. I don't bring a lot to the table on the home organizing front, but I love the calendar, helping women find clarity and like just feel more in control of their life and get more intentional instead of reacting to whatever comes through the door. And thank goodness for that because, you know, with COVID and everything, I'm like, everything I do now is virtual. And I'm like, oh, thank you. (laughs) So you had a baby too, to help with that time management aspect too. Yeah. I think it helps me relate and understand to a lot of, a lot of what a lot of women are going through. Okay. So how long have you been doing your business, Kelly? So I left lot in, I think it was 2017 and I've really been deep into like time management and what I do now for the last year and a half. Awesome. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So what nitty gritty are you working on right now? And don't say COVID, <laughs> <laughs> but what, what thing is like, I'm learning a lot here or I'm realizing I need to work on this, like be real with our audience. Of yeah. What, what's challenging you right now? I think I'm kind of, and I'll probably butcher how I say this, but I think when I entered the entrepreneurial space, there are a lot of people who teach a lot of different things and it's amazing. There's so much education out there, but I think when you come in and you're like, I'm so brand new at this, I'm this baby business owner. I don't totally know what I'm doing. I overeducated myself in a sense. Mm-hmm. And I, I over listened to people. And I think I lost a little bit of my own intuition and knowing where I wanted to take my business, which is part of the journey. I don't regret anything by any means, but I think I'm just in the last like two months, I feel like I'm starting to kind of wake up and be like, wait, I know things. (laughs) Like, I know what I want. I know what I want to do. There's no like one way to do this successfully. And it sounds maybe high level, but for me, it comes down to like the nitty gritty of my day is like learning to unplug from how much information and consuming information I let myself take on and more like listen to what I think and believe. That is such great advice because I find that I am the same way. And I was listening to a podcast because I listen to them all the time when I'm on. And this person said she limits her podcast to like one or two people. And then she goes, I learn 10% and then I am creating my stuff 90%. Yeah, And I was like, Ooh, mine is like the opposite. And it was very eye opening to me because yes, you want to learn and you want to be like, okay, am I doing the right thing? And you want to be good to your clients and giving them the information, but yeah. And I need to be better at that. That is so great that you said that. That's really, really good. It's been a really recent thing. Mm -hmm. Me too. And I got to be better about it because I'm always listening to a book or a podcast and I'm like, well, I'm learning. I I want, you know, I love it. Yeah. And it affects how you like view yourself. Like I started being like, why am I kind of like shrinking back a little bit? Cause I, I didn't used to be that. I didn't, I mean, there were times I felt that way as a lawyer, but on the whole, I was like a pretty confident, like, I know what I'm doing. I feel capable or I can figure it out type approach. And I just was like, man, I feel like I'm lost a little bit of that spunk or something. And like, why is that? And I don't think anyone in the industry does it maliciously or intentionally. Like, I just think it, they're trying to help, but in the process, you kind of feel like you don't know what you're 
doing and you do and I do and I just am trying to like kind of tap back into that and unplug more and be with myself so you're a young mama what is something that that you would love to share some wisdom maybe it's a book maybe it's a quote maybe it's something that you've learned that you like oh this is kind of my go-to I mean so much of what I love about what I get to do is helping young moms like get intentional with life again. And I always feel like it's so oversaid to like carve out space for yourself and do self-care. But when you can get clarity on all the things in your life and like see it visually, which is what I try to do is like trying to really like, I, to me, I'm like, always, I want more information about my situation. So I want to like, see it all visually, like how am I spending time? What am I doing? What do I have to do? And then I can also then protect windows of time for myself. And like, let that be whatever brings joy to you. Like, I don't think there's any, you know, you don't have to do like face masks or whatever. Like if you, or even Netflix, like if you want to read a fun book or, you know, I do, I mean, this goes back to podcasts, but I love listening to podcasts or like Libro books while I clean the house and have a glass of wine. Like that is fun to me. And so I go with it, you know, it's like just puttering and like cleaning and like disappearing into a fun book is really fun. So I guess that is a very rambly way of saying that if you can really try to carve out those times and protected times as part of a larger system of like how you manage your time. I just think that it's so valuable because you then start feeling more in control of your life instead of reacting to like what everybody else needs are for you and trying to squeeze in self-care quote unquote time into like the leftovers once everybody else has like picked over your time. For me, in terms of practical advice on how to do that, I'm just a huge proponent of putting everything in your calendar. And I know that that can get overwhelming. And so I'm just like trying to give it a short snippet, but the more that you can get very clear on how you're spending your time in a visual way, like even blocking time for like when you get the kids ready, when you shower yourself, like all these things, including just, you know, puttering fun time or watching Netflix, you just start seeing visually like where your time is and how you want to spend it. And the more you can get visual in your calendar. I would really recommend it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Intentionality. Okay. I'm known as the consistency queen. People have called me that because I'm very consistent with aspects in my business. So I'm going to ask you, what is something besides scheduling your calendar and putting things in your calendar? What, what has helped you in your business or your life? What consistency thing have you done? Me, my morning walk, like that is like a no no touch zone. I do that every day, no matter what. So what is your thing that is like helps you move the needle forward, either physically, mentally, spiritually, business-wise, whatever? It really, for me, it's a weekly planning session. And I know that sounds a little too much like what I was just talking about, but it's critical for me to have, it's like a two hour sit down, really like clear the decks from email, make sure I did everything that I wanted to do, or it's not a time that I like last minute do everything that I didn't get done. I just find more time for it next week. But I, then it allows me to have that confidence that nothing fell through the cracks, whether it's an email or in like what I wanted to do this past week. And then I really sit down and look at my big projects and like, where do I stand with them? What do I want to do in the next two weeks to get them done? I look at all my clients, like, you know, I always try and plot in what I'm going to do with them next, but it's an opportunity to just kind of like look up from the grind of life, like living in the day-to-day -day life and look up and like, just kind of see the landscape of where I want to go and check in on my like goals and stuff like that. And then plot it out and make sure like it'll run smoothly for the next two weeks. So for me, that 
time to check in with myself, clear the decks, look up, look out, plan ahead, make it run smoothly is just, it's a game changer for me. The weeks that I've like skipped it occasionally because, you know, life and the whole next week runs like a little more chaotically. (laughs) So it's my game. It's a personal and a business thing for me. It sounds boring, but it really has a huge payout. It kind of corrals that planning time and the decision-making time into that so that then I just get to like execute and enjoy my downtime the rest of the next two, the next week. And you feel in control, which is, which is a huge part of it. How can people best get a hold of you? Yeah, I'm really active on Instagram. So it's at underscore Kelly Nolan, underscore Kelly with a Y. And then my website is kellynolan.com. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience? No, no. Thank you so much for being here. Like for having me be here. I'm just like so excited about the opportunity. So thanks. Awesome. Okay guys, go check her out on Instagram. Uh, hit her up in DMs. Let her know what you thought of the podcast. It'll make her day as well as make mine. So thanks so much for listening everybody and have a great week. We'll see you next week. Peace. Bye-bye. Hey there, guys, real quick. If you are loving the podcast, could you do me a huge favor? Would you rate and review this podcast so other people could find it? That is the best way for people to find more about In the Nitty Gritty. Thanks so much. Peace.